if you can. Stand up if you want to. Run if you want to. Do whatever you want to do. Just praise the Lord. You know, several years ago, well, it's been 20 years or 30 years ago, God dealt with me, and I've been, I've been doing it. In fact, the church, I tell you, I've been doing a lot more of talking about praise. And God dealt with me, and I did a bunch of sermons on praise, and I did, they put a book together. That's the way all my books are done I, from my messages I preach, called The Untapped Power of Praise. And when he was dealing with me on that, he said, my people are not missing it in their faith. They're missing it in their praise. And so many times people think praise is running, shouting, dancing. Well, that may be part of it, but real praise was what we had here this morning. I mean, people just started pouring out their heart to God in praise and they didn't care what anybody else thought or said. I mean, myself, I was just, got, I just got lost in praise. I, I knelt down for a minute. I, I didn't know whether anybody else did or not. But you see, that is real praise. Real praise. I, I was just thinking, as a kid, there, you know, I was born when Dad was pastor in Formersville first time. The second time he came back, I was about three years old, four. And I remember this, I've heard him tell it, but I, that's, that's, there's two things I remember about that church. One of them is brother John Tyler. He, he would get so excited. He would go around the altar and he'd make about four or five laps and go back and sit down. The second thing I remember is that one one, I don't, I don't know whether it's night or day. I just remember this. I can see that church right now. And we, dad had preached and people began to praise. And this one woman, she got up and she danced up and down the altar while people were praising. And as she was dancing in the up and down the altar, people were praising God. People started coming and kneeling at the altar for salvation. Wasn't nobody saying anything except she is just speaking in tongues, I think. Anyway, she was praising God, walking up and down the altar, on the altar. And she, if somebody had come and kneeled down, I don't know how she did it because she had her eyes closed. She had, she had stepped over them. And she did that until the altar was full and then she got down and went back to her seat. Those are, and... I remember his praise and so many times I've been in meetings where the praise just starts to roll and it, it's, it's great. Any of y'all remember camp meeting 70, was it 74 Skyline East? 76 in Skyline East uh, uh, motel that's not there anymore. We had camp meeting. Anybody, anybody remember that camp meeting? 75, anybody? David Ingalls sat down at the piano and started to sing. And we started worshiping. And I think we, I think he played and sang and we worshiped for an hour and a half or more, just praising God. You see, we need to learn 
to just turn loose and let what go, let what happens go. You know, I, uh, I was, I just, I, I killed, told the singers, I just kept doing this. I wanted them to keep going. I didn't forget about the, forget about what the way, what kind of order of service we had, forget about that. And then I, I so proud of Denise. She just got up here and flowed with the spirit and then Craig got in with her, you know, uh, I don't think you have to wonder where this place is going. And you know, I got a, I got a message from one of my pastors this week saying that he was somewhere and another pastor was accusing Rama of being seeker friendly. Uh, if he was here, the, if that person was watching this morning, I think they uh, saw evidence that that's not so. Amen. <laughs> now we are seeking the loss, but <clears throat> we're not going to compromise anything. You know, so many times we look around when we're in in need, we look around for help and actually we need to lift our eyes up. You know, David was in the midst of a struggle and seems like all of his Psalms, he started out in in a, a bad way, but he ended up in a good way. And in Psalms 121, he starts out, I look to the mountain. Does my helps come from there? And then he realized, hey, this is not right. And he went on to say, my help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not let you you stumble. The one who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he watches over Israel, never slumbers or sleeps. The Lord himself watches over you. The Lord stands beside you as your protector. The sun will not harm you by day nor moon by night. The Lord keeps you from all harm and watches over your life. The Lord watches over you as you come and go both now and forevermore. Now, David is looking for help. And, uh, you know, it it seems that uh, this is actually a great book to read if you're looking for help. You know, in some of the... I was just thinking about it. In some of the old Westerns, there uh, used to be, you know, people would be in dire straits and they're looking for help and there's, and there's no rescue in sight and there's nothing that looks like they're going, going to be defeated. And all of a sudden you're in, in, on the, you know, the old Western, the bugle would start blowing and here come the Calvary troop. Anybody ever look at that? And they came for, they, those people were looking for help and here it came. We, when we began to look for help, there's a better way. It's to look up so we can rise up. You know, here in the contemporary English of this, this column I just read, it says, I look to the hills where I find, where will I find help? The psalmist here is expressing that he is in need of help. And he is looking around and it seems there's no help there. But we need to realize that our help is not from in the natural. Now, there are some things we can do in the natural that will help us, but our real help comes from him. You know, 
I don't know. I think there's, there's uh, over 40 Psalms, I think, that talks about the help, the Lord, the help coming from the Lord. You know, uh, if we look at, look at David's life and maybe you can understand why he wrote some of the things he wrote, wrote in his Psalms. And, you know, here he was, he, 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 I believe that he had a few problems. He, uh, he, first of all, had jealous brothers. Secondly, he was confronted with the giant. Thirdly, he had to guard himself of King Saul, who, uh, who was, uh, you know, trying to kill him. He, well, Saul was insecure and distrustful and paranoid. And then later he had to run for his life because Saul was going to kill him. Then he fell into sin with Uzziah's wife Bathsheba. Then his own son revolted against him, tried to take the kingdom away from him. And, uh, you know, when he was fleeing from Absalom, here's another one of his songs. Oh Lord, I have so many enemies. So many are against me. Some, so many are saying God will never rescue him. Well, in the last days of his life uh, as the king, his, the crafty scheming of David's sons didn't make those days very, 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 very nice. And it's no wonder with all of that that he says, where can I, where do I find my help? And it all, his psalm always starts out with, with a, a tone of defeat and despair but if you read, notice when you read them, he, he always ends up on a note of ecstasy. You see, the secret was that even though he felt discouragement, even though he felt insecure and like there was nobody going to help him, he encouraged himself in the Lord. It talks about that in First Samuel 30. He talks about that. He, he encouraged himself in the Lord. Uh, another translation says he strengthened himself in the Lord. You know, it, numerous people have, all, have said this. If you wish to be disappointed, look to others. If you wish to be disheartened, look to yourself. If you wish to be encouraged, look to Jesus. And I like, I like what David said here in, in Psalms 103. And, you know, the NLT says, let all that I am praise the Lord. May I never forget the good things he has done for me. He forgives all my sins and heals all my diseases. He redeems me from death and crowns me with love and tender mercy. He fills my life with good things. My youth is renewed like an eagle's. You know, actually, here he is praising God for what God has done for him. And we need to encourage ourselves and look. And I like especially, he says, 
bless the Lord, O oh my soul, in the, in the old King James, and forget not all his benefits. You know, so many times we get so wrapped up in everything that's going on that sometimes we are distracted and forget all of the benefits that belong to us from praising God. If you ever notice, many times in the word of God, the victory come through praise. Remember, the king was going down to fight those that were coming up against him. And the Lord told him through the, as the prophet, uh, the, one of the men in the congregation rose up and began to prophesy. And he said, get yourself ready, prepare for battle, but you won't fight. Now that's crazy. Prepare for battle, but stand down. Military people understand that term, stand down. But he said, you're not, get ready for battle, but you're not going to fight. Now somebody said, well, what's the use of getting ready for battle? We're not going to fight. I don't know. The important thing is to do what God tells you to do. And remember, they started marching out and the king stopped them and said, hey, put all the singers up in the front. And they began to sing, praise the Lord for his mercy endure forever. And that's part of a Psalm, Psalm 136, if you want to go read it. They was praising out in front. And I'll tell you what, if you would have been in by, I heard them this morning, this whole group that was on this stage Man, they were really into praising and before they ever came out here to sing today. And they just brought the, they just came out and brought it with them, I think. But when they got to the battlefield, they didn't have to fight. The enemy had already killed one another off and all they had to do was go in and pick up all the, all that was left, horses, chariots, Gold, silver, food, everything else, it was there. And it all, it all came because they praised God. And if you read that Psalms 136, you'll find out that the first part, they praised God for who he was. The second part, they was praising God for their ancestors and there. The third part, they began to praise God about how that he had destroyed all the kings and so forth and so on. And you see, as we look at David here, he is always saying something on the opposite at the beginning and he ends up, see, first in the first verse he said, do I look to the hills for help? Do I look to the mountains for help? Where does my help come from? And then he changes immediately in verse two. My help comes from the Lord. He, don't, he won't let me stumble. He watches over me. All of a sudden now he's getting excited. The Lord will keep me from all harm. You know, we have to realize that even though we may feel despair, we may feel down, 
And we may even start to express it. And some people, oh, you're out of faith. Well, hey, in the natural, David started, he expressed, he started expressing his feelings, but immediately he would change and realize that he had to change toward God. Hello. So, and sometimes some people get, get upset because somebody makes a, they're, they're down and they make sort of, a, but if they immediately return, change their, what they say, like David did here. Where's my help coming from? Oh, he's, if it had been today, he probably would have been wringing his hands and oh my, what am I going to do? Oh, I don't have, I don't see any way out. And then he said, oh, my help comes from the Lord. And, And Paul sort of says it another way. Don't look at your troubles that you can see. Rather fix your gaze on things you cannot see. For the things you see will soon be gone, but all the things you cannot see will last forever. Look to the Lord. Change your perspective. What do I mean when I say change? Change how you're thinking. Change what you're looking at. See, the, the more you look at the problem and the more you voice the problem, the bigger it gets. The more you look at God and the more you voice who God is and what God can do and you're praising him, the smaller the problem gets and the bigger your God gets. You know, sometimes you need to ask yourself the question, how big is my God? Well, we'll all, we'll all agree. Oh yeah, he's big enough to take care of everything and so forth. Yeah, he is. But is he that to you? Hello. <laughs> big God, little devil. Big devil, little God. What I mean by that. The more you talk about God, the smaller all of that thing, all of that is. The more you talk about him and what he's doing, the bigger it gets and the smaller God gets. Turn your eyes up on Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face. And the things of earth will go strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. See, we need to do what David did. David said, oh, where's my help going to come from? Oh, oh, oh. And then he said, oh, my help comes from the Lord. What's the matter with me? Why am I acting like this? See, verse two, he, he, he's saying the Lord will help me. Verse three and four, he's saying the, the Lord watches over him. Verse five, he says, the Lord protects him and stand by him. Oh, by about this time, he's really playing big tune on that harp and shouting a little bit. And the Lord, in six and eight, he said, the Lord watches over him and no harm will come near him. That's like about Psalm 91. Hello. Notice when David changed what he was looking at, his words changed. When he was looking for help out here, he said, where's my help come from? Mountain, what's going on? Hey, where's my help? But the minute he got his eyes and his mouth talking about God, things changed. You know, Hebrews 13 says, for God said, I will never fail you. I will never abandon you. So we can say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. So I will have no fear what mere people can do to me. 
Now we read that, but do we really believe it when we read it and when we recite it? Hello. Lift your eyes up so you can rise up over every difficult situation that comes your way. You know, look to the Lord in the middle of your biggest crisis. Look to the Lord and begin to praise him. You know, right after dad passed, we're looking at severe financial (laughs) situations and it seemed hopeless. They didn't look like there was any way out. And we were all in my office. Ned, Craig, us, we're in our office. There's a sign there of a soldier kneeling and it's, it says, the power behind you is greater. The task ahead of you is not greater than the power behind you. Yeah, the task ahead of you is not greater than the power behind you. All I ever zero in anytime I'm in my office, I, it's sitting right over there on, on, on the floor by the bookcase. And as I'm at my desk, I can see it. And anytime I'm reading anything or anytime <coughs> any kind of situation comes across my desk, I look at that and I, I zero in on the power. And I begin to praise God in the middle of a tough situation. When you want to cry, when you want to walk out the door and lock it and never come back. But I began to praise God. And as you begin to praise God, all of the bad thoughts begin to leave and God begins to lift you up. And he says to you, I'll hold you up. I'll be, I'll take you through. I'll make a way for you where there is no way. As you trust me and as you praise me, you'll see that you'll shout and run and jump because there is no harm that can overtake you. There is nothing that can come to you that I will not deliver you from, but quit looking around and looking at this and looking at that and continue to look to my word and continue to let my word come out of your mouth. And as you let my word come out of your mouth, it paralyzes the enemy that's coming against you. They can't move because of the power that you are creating by what's coming out of your mouth. So don't let those thoughts, oh, what am I going to do come out of your mouth? Let the thoughts of my God is on my side. My God is working for me now. My God will carry me through. And when you do, you will begin to shout and you will begin to jump and you'll see that there is a way out. Where there was no way, there is a way out. Where there was no way, I will lead you out. Where there was no way, I will make a way. Where the mountain is in your life, I will remove it. Where the river is in your life and the flood is coming, I will roll it out of the way and you will begin to shout and you will begin to praise 
and you'll see that you'll come out on the other side and you'll jump and shout and run and shout with victory because I have delivered you. Look to me and you'll see that the, that the power of the enemy is gone and you are set free. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Glory to God. I've got victory. It's all over me. I've got victory. I've got the victory. I've got victory. It's all over Playing. I just saw them get up here and I figured they had some, so I just said go. I didn't know what they was going to do. I actually didn't know what I was going to do when I get up here. I had sort of a sermon playing and I just sort of looked through it and just pick up a piece here and take off. That's the way I, <laughs> this morning. But I think the Lord wants us to realize that the help comes from Him. But when we open our mouth and begin to praise him for who he is and what he is and what he has done and what he's going to do, that's when things change. Hallelujah. Well, glory to God. I trust somebody got something out of what was said today. Hallelujah to Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. Well, bow your heads for just a moment. I don't ever like to have a service and I realize that a lot of us in here, we're praising God. I could see that. But perhaps there's just one person that doesn't know Jesus and they can't praise like we did. Or there's one person that knows what it is to praise like that, but they've sort of got off track and they need to come back and rededicate their life. Or there may be some people in here that know what it is to be born of the spirit but you've never been filled with the spirit according to acts chapter 2 verse number 4 said they were all filled with the holy spirit began to speak with tongues the spirit gave them utterance anybody on any one of those three invitations i want to pray with you and i want to pray for you but i can't do that unless i know who you are so if you're in this room you need christ you need to rededicate your life or you want to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Let me see your hand right now. Upstairs, downstairs, all over this room, wherever, wherever. There's a hand over here. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Anybody else? Anybody else want to raise your hand? Anybody else want to get in on this? If you raise your hand, should have raised your hand, wanted to raise your hand, I want to pray with you just like I said I would. So step out of the, of the aisle and come right down here to the front. And I'll pray with you and you won't leave here like you came in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Anybody else? If you're in the balcony, they'll help you down here. Hallelujah. Bless you, man. Hallelujah. Just come on. Just come on. Bless you. Bless you, buddy. Come on now. This is your time. This is your hour. God bless you. You're in the balcony. They'll help you get down here. God bless you, sister. Okay. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Come on. Anybody else want to come? Come on now. This is your time. Change your life forever. 
change your life forever. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I'm looking. Anybody else coming? Oh, yeah. Here they come. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Come on now. This is the time to change your life. Everybody that's standing down there, look my direction, please. Look up this way. I got a little knife. I got some scissors on it and a fingernail file. And I said, I'm not going to, but if I said I was going to give this to you and I put it out here like this, what do you got to do to get it? Reach out and take it. That's right. While you come to receive... No man can give it to you. It comes from heaven on high. So I want you to reach one, one hand toward heaven. I don't care which one it is. And with that, you said, okay, Lord, I'm reaching up to get what I came down here for. Congregation, reach your hands toward them as I pray with them right now. Heavenly Father, I thank you that every individual that came here, I thank you that every spiritual need in their life will be met today. Salvation, rededication. Blessed in filling of the Holy Spirit. I thank you for it now in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, put your hands down and look at me. I want you to go to a special place of prayer where you can pray, be, be prayed with individually and in depth. You're going to get three books in there. One of them's called A New Birth. The other one is, is called In Him, telling you who you are in Christ. The third one is, is My Tongues, talking about the Holy Spirit. There'll be people there to pray with you, but would you turn and say, Greg, right there? Would you follow him to that place of prayer right now? Just turn and go. Give him a hand as they go. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God for these that are, just raise your hands and thank God for these that are going to the prayer room. They won't leave here like they came in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Well, Connection team, go find those first-time guests. Take them to the lobby, north lobby, because we have a special gift for them. Staff, would you go to the doors, please? I say, where am I going to be today? I'm going west today. I make the staff rotate. We got four. We got a north, <laughs> west, e east, and south lobbies in this building and I make the staff we rotate so I have to always see where I'm going but if you want to see any of us that's where we are up there look on that alright praise the Lord tonight 6 o'clock and then every other day it starts at 7 o'clock at night 8.30 in the morning 9.30, 10.30 and 7 at night and then the, don't forget the, the some, I don't know, it's got winter blitz. I don't know what they call it. Youth blitz anyway. Something for the youth anyway on Wednesday. I mean, Monday through Wednesday. Hallelujah. Come expecting, come believing. They're going to sing a course. Let me get off this platform. Thank you for being here. Don't forget your victories and your praise. God bless. <laughs>